Hello and welcome to the Moors slash Just Mad Sounds podcast. I'm I'm here after many a moon, Squire. Many a moon. Many a moon. And I'm with a, a Scottish friend, Anna, sir. Scottish friend? You yeah. have a lot I've of got Scottish him. friends. You love you. We've got, a, we've got a new edition. I know I did one podcast. It's not really established. It's just an episode. So I've got Mr. Callum Walker Hi. here. In Hi. The, Hello. The room of Aidan Moore today. The, the room of Aidan Moore. Yeah. How, how are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. good. What, you experienced with podcasts? Yeah, I don't have any experience with podcasts. I used to work in radio oh. for about five years. Well, that's good, though. That's a bit of... That helps, doesn't it? I usually just pad it out with music, though, so I don't have to speak as much. Because I was by myself. Well, yeah, but you're not by yourself now. And by myself. we've got a beautiful and endearing topic for the day. Aye. As I previously discussed, we were going to pick albums, musicians, all this stuff. And all this shite. We're like going to talk about it. episode on the album, yeah. yeah. So, we would thought... Like to, would you like to tell yeah, the listeners? We'll get there. Hold on, Squire. Oh, I man. thought, you know, we need something we both like. We we thought about a few, didn't we? Uh, yeah. We thought about this... Uh, I can't even say the name. Sophie Stevens. We thought about that. Aye, well, I mean, we still that one, aye. We will. But I thought, to start, we'd do like an easy one. Aye. Because the album we picked... Demon Days by Gorillaz. I know bad though. Oh, very well. Oh, I love Gorillaz. Yeah, I used class. To quite a lot. They're, they're very cool. So before we get into the actual album, we'll just natter about general Gorillaz. Oh, I mean, I don't know about you, but for me, they're a very well. Obviously, as most of us, basically everyone we know has probably had a Gorillaz phase. At some Ev- point. Everyone has a Gorillaz phase, and if they haven't, they're gonna have one. And it's kind of how you get out of one genre, really, isn't it? Yeah. So, go on. That's how I got it. I because, like, I remember, like, second year, I was just obsessed with Gorillaz. Yeah. There's a lot to it as well, because, obviously, it is music, but there's also the cartoons. There's stuff, also, it's, like, it's got its own lore. Yeah, which is um, genuinely cool as I'm fuck. I'm not even well-versed in the Gorillaz lore. <laughs> well, there's, it is quite mad how it all exists, and Aye. they've just sat and made it. But it's cool. That It makes them very, well, it's, it's engaging. Just, it's just... Bar two, yeah, but with rap, but with rap, and Demon Days especially is quite a. Well, it's not as there's obviously later albums are more rock rappy, but aye, but there's quite a few yeah like, so features on that there is and some very very fucking good ones. Della Soul, MF Doom, beautiful aye, because because Clint Clint Eastwood off yeah. the first album, Della Funky Homo Sapiens, yeah, that was a massive track. That was that was a first track. Yeah, it, it was, was a debut single. Yeah, and then obviously the album didn't actually do as well because it didn't. The single was quite because so the first album. This is right. We'll get into this now. Uh-huh, obviously, there's, there's a lot of Gorillaz albums, isn't there? Do you have a favourite? Uh, to be honest, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I was never like never really cared as much to mm-hmm. be honest. I mean, Demon Days is pretty good, and Plastic Beach is pretty decent. But outside of that, they're the like concepty ones. Yeah, outside that, I don't really care. Outside of it, to me, they all feel more like a collection of tracks as opposed to a album. Yeah. Like, God, Humans. Yeah, yeah. That's I have that on there record is... somewhere, but Jesus Christ. There's a, there's a lot of very good songs on it, but also, also there's a hell of a lot of duds. And then, that's another one that I noticed. There are the good songs as singles first. So like, Saturn's Bars was great. Saturn Bars, Andromeda. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one with uh, Vince Staples on it? Let Me Out? No. What well, was that? That was Pushy T, wasn't it? Yeah, no, there was the yeah. Vince Staples one. You know that one? Uh, yeah, 
Oh, I can't. Hang on. Oh. It's still going. It's still going. Still yeah, going. Yeah, still going. Right, no I'll technical just, difficulties at the moment. I'll just wiggle out every now and then. Um, my mouse. Nothing inappropriate. Yeah, maybe I'll Clear your mind. It's um, too early for this. <laughs> it's not. It's like five. Still too early. Yeah, it is. Always too early for this. None of that dirty stuff in my house. I've got a Christian podcast. That's not a Christian thing, is it? Tapping my chest and putting my fingers up. Anyway, so, I'd imagine like the, this the... was quite a hyped up album. You'd assume, wouldn't you? Yeah. Clint Eastwood was a massive single. So then the album didn't do as well. But Demon Days had... Oh, yeah. What were the singles? So, obviously, um, Feel Good Inc. Feel Good we'll, Inc. We'll get on to that. Dirty Harry. Uh, El, El Manano. El Manano. I think Kids With Guns. Yeah. Well, he, he, do you know who Jamie T is? Not particularly, no. He's, um, it's like, do you know, he's like an indie kid's version of a rapper. Like, he's just a very British, weird rapping man. He doesn't really rap, it's kind yeah, it's of... It's more imbe- like spoken word sort of stuff. Kind of, it's... Uh, I'll spoken put this, word to music. Kind of. He's like an indie band if they rapped instead of... But anyway, he did a remix of Kids With Guns. And that was really cool. That's quite interesting. Gorillas bring it together, don't they? They bring uh, like so many different kinds of music, and you know, I uh, they're quite diverse. And yeah, I guess that's a lot of appeal for them and how people get out of genres by listening listening to Gorillas, which is one of the coolest things about them, though. Yeah. So, Demon Days. Demon Days. Do you have a overall? Well, so would you say it's a concept album? Vaguely, not as much as Plastic Beach. Yeah, definitely not. What would you say the kind of overarching concept is it's generally a bit dystopian yeah yeah like the things like feel good ink and then it's all it's also quite obvious in the the videos that they made for it that there was certainly that's what they were going for yeah especially i mean the start of the feel good ink video uh, yeah yeah because it's got like the desolate sort of city and yeah tower. but like yeah it was also mid-2000s that was like the whole vibe that people were going for yeah like, a grungy sort of it worked. It's uh, very cool. It's quite pleasing as well, to be honest. Ah, it's nice, nice wee, nice wee album. I mean, the first, the intro to the album is it just called intro? It's just called intro. Oh, I'm getting quite... the track list up here. I, I, Good I got rid of it to look at humans. <laughs> it's so. I mean, the first track kind of goes with the dystopian thing, doesn't it? It's quite. Uh, uh, what's the word? <laughs> Well, it's just them repeating who put the chemicals in the food chain, which it I guess, is. like... Yeah, that's... But the, the music part of it is quite... I, I had a word in mind for it, and I can't think of it. It's very, like... You know what I mean? It just sounds dystopian. It's grimy. There we go. Aye, it's grimy. Yeah. So that's a, that's a cool intro. Then the first song. Is it Last Living Souls? First first song, right? I, I, keep, clo- I keep closing the... <laughs> our, 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 our wee screen here. Yeah, it's Last Living Souls. Good song. I saw right. I. I mean, do wait. So, would you say? It do you fades think more into the background on the album, like it's yeah. not as. Do you think there's not... duds on this album? I do. Uh, I don't like Old Green World. It's just a bit. I forget that it exists half the time. Yeah, it's a bit weird. There's a few songs on the album that I like that, but Last Living Souls is alright. I mean, it's one of them where no matter how many times I seem to listen to it, I can only remember the bit where he goes, "We're the last." Living Souls. That's the only bit I can ever remember. Yeah. And then it's got to that be weird. Fair, I like... to it this morning, and that's all I can remember from the song. Yeah, exactly. It's got that weird, like, um, 
click tracky beat thing going on as well. Yeah, yeah, I remember That's that. That's hard. Yeah. I, to, I forgot about that. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love a weird percussion thing. Like that album there, uh, the Modest Mouse one. Modest Mouse. Modest Mouse. So, I'm, uh, I'm Moon in Antarctica. I'm using this as an example for. Th- you can it's have, also so you can just gush about Modest Mouse. I fucking love Modest Mouse. No, I but the, the reason I'm. So obviously, Last Living Souls is a weird click tracky thing. So there's a song on this called Gravity Rides Everything. And I love weird percussion. Like that Modest Mouse song, Gravity Rides Everything, has chalk. Like. T- t- Oh yeah, that sounds sick. The weird clicky thing is just creepy. I guess that goes with the whole sort of yeah what they're going for though. I suppose yeah, kind of a chemically sound on it. Like if you were to describe it as an aesthetic, Demon Days is very like chemical. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Aye, very artificial, but not as yeah, in, like, not like not as in like their industry plan. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. In a factory, like, like that's the point. But yeah, so yeah, I mean, Damon Albarn's good vocals and all this but like, he has a does. weird talky sing thing though do you know what I mean he doesn't sing sing he was like this in Blur especially with Blur like a lot of it like sat- Charmless Man yeah this, this entire song is literally just him like unless you get to the actual chorus but and then it's kind of weird like um, if you know Beetlebum yeah yeah so he sings in that and it sounds different to how we'd usually kind of deliver it. But like, Isn't it mad that he's the guy from Gorilla? Yeah, that's mental. Like, song two's the same as well. You yeah. Know, like, Woohoo! When he actually, like, like, there's actual vocals in it, it's just him, like... Shouting. Yeah, he's just, like, speaking, basically. Yeah. There's something endearing about it, though, you know? It's very cool. We use that word a lot. Endearing is your word of the day, kids. Endearing, word of the day. What's the, uh, what's the next track? Uh, kids with Guns. Okay, it's just a bop. It is. I love the, the actual, bass line. Like, yeah. Do you know uh, the story behind it? No, not particularly. Oh, so his kids. Oh, I have heard about it, but like, yeah, I can't remember it. So, uh, in his kids' school, someone brought a knife in, and he took the idea of kids having weapons, and then kids with guns. And this is also a music video, I think. Uh, the music video wasn't like a proper one. It was no. just. Like, I can't remember. It was still images, basically. Like, oh no! Yeah, I have seen that. It was like the red and white sort of like. There was like the revolver chamber and stuff like that. Oh I, yeah, I do remember. That's that. all I remember. It's from. one of the less cool ones. Well, yeah, because I think it was more they were just trying to crank out one last single yeah. like video before they released it is, the album. It is a good don't have a single though. It's catchy. Yeah, and it's yeah, got it a night. The bass line is crisp. Dun dun, dun dun. Yeah. Dun dun, dun dun. Oh mate, well, I love that one. It's oh. the bit. It's the the chorus is pretty good. Oh. Yeah, it's. I like the little Jimmy you know, goes easy, does it the little And then it like does the whole Yeah. That's that's the best bit of the song. Yeah. It's a that is a very good song. It is. It's like it's not the first one I think of when I think of the no. album. It's usually feel good ink and that's not my favourite one off the album. No, but that one I mean it's Gorilla's biggest song by far, isn't it? But we'll get to that. We'll get to that eventually. Wait, what's next got, up? We still got a few I think it's oh. all Green World. Ah, oh, it's the mid one. It is the mid one. But I think it's because it's a lot slower and it's a lot more this is one of those ones that I just forget how it sounds unless I listen to it. Yeah. Like, um, I don't know. It's, it's just... very minimalist, I'll give it that. Yeah. But it does fit into the theme of the album. Very, very much so. It's, it's just about pollution, isn't it? Yeah, I was going to say, I can't remember the words, but I'm pretty sure it is just about pollution. It's just about pollution. There's, there's just it's also just two verses. Only two verses? Mm. Very short song. I don't remember it being that short, but I think it's because... 
it's very slow. Yeah, I mean, lyrically, although at one point, just for the laugh, I reckon we should do an episode about it. After okay Get computer down or something. <laughs> I've done a, a presentation about okay computer before. Christ. And the thing is, I'd never listened to the album. And I did the presentation, then I listened to it, and I was like, it's not actually as good as I thought it was going to be. You did a presentation album you hadn't even listened to. Mm-hmm. How do you a do lot that? of it was about how it was made and stuff. Oh, right. So I could just kind of research it. You could just read it off the Wikipedia. Basically, that's what I did. Tommy Ox, I thought, like, he really looks scary. Well. Did he have a stroke? Trevor Or does he just. His name's also spelled the odd way. This is, this is like, something that, like, probably should know whether Tommy Ox actually has a stroke or not. Or does he just have, like, a. His left eye is paralysed. Oh, that's if that's what, what you're thinking of that's what I'm thinking of <laughs> it's I, actually the first thing on his wikipedia he's a lot older than I thought Jesus oh Tommy Ox's ancient now do you know who else is in do you know Ricky Gervais is 60 Christ I don't, I'm not a big fan of Ricky Gervais outside of like the odd thing here and there yeah I like the original office and yes. Afterlife's pretty good but Derek's class I don't like his stand up I just find him really annoying have you seen Derek no I recommend it it got a lot of... This is so unrelated. It got a lot of slander when it came out because everyone took it to be him taking the mick out of people with autism because he plays a character who's got autism uh, in a care home and he's like the nicest person ever. And also, Carl Pilkington's in it and he's hilarious. Carl Pilkington just doesn't fit in anywhere. He's a bit, He's got this sort of Louis Thoreau sort of thing about him. Yeah. Where they, they just always don't seem to fit in anywhere. But it works so well. That's because he's just... He's very... He seems he seems very timid. We're getting a bit off topic. We're here. very the but next I mean, track. The next track is, is one Dirty with Harry. an amazing music video. Dory Harry's fucking great. Oh, it's so good. It's the music video is iconic. Music video is pretty good. I mean, also yeah, they shot it. They shot it on location of uh, I can't even remember what it was. It was somewhere in Africa. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's but cool. like they actually just went and filmed this like days up scene. With nothing like, with there. Nothing there. <laughs> no, because they, they have the, the, car. the car. They've got the whip. But they've got the car and they've got that... it. What's it. Who's the feature on that? I forget. The, this name. is what I've looked at. I actually don't know who Booty Brown is. Well, whatever he does, he, he, do, he goes hard. Oh, oh, no, I do. He's from. I can't say the name. There's this rap group called The Far Side, I think. Far Side. Yeah, it'll just uh, be Far Side. I've listened to one of their albums once and it. Okay. But he's got... It's a very distinctive verse, that. Yeah, and yeah. Also, it goes hard. Oh, it goes so hard. It goes very hard. I'm going to go and say that this song's... I mean, obviously, it's also called Dirty Harry, but quite similar to Clint Eastwood in, like, themes and stuff. I think that was the idea. Yeah, I mean, it, again, it's called Dirty Harry, so... Were you there when we watched Dirty Harry? No. Oh, it must have been me and Phil. Yeah. Oh, I love the Dirty Harry films. I, I love don't... Them. I think I've properly watched them. I know I've seen like I've got the entire box set. Have you watched all of it? I've watched all of them. We'd see that would have been a good film night. Yeah, but yeah no we're cool. We have film night. I have a film not as often as we'd like. No, but... when we used to have them though, it always ended up in one person would get too drunk. Oh, that time we watched Drive and the Fire Alarm went off about eight times. That was a good night though because it was. We got chucked at the. You weren't there, but. A bunch just got chucked at the car park because we were sitting there just chatting about Doctor Who. For oh, yeah, long. that was when I went to Asda. Yeah. So I left because I got put off the film. But Drive, we'll get Phil in for an episode. I will. Wait. The Drive soundtrack would be class because you know the song Night Calling, is it? Yeah, Night Calling. Do you know that's great. produced by one of the guys from Daft Punk? 
Which one? I don't know. I don't know which guy. An episode of Daft Punk would be good. The gold one or the silver one? I, I forget their names. Yeah, I have no idea. One of them. Also, do you know these to be three people? I think it was it. Th- oh no, they had an indie rock band before Daft Punk, and there was three of them. Yeah. Do you know the that. other guys from Phoenix? You know the band Phoenix? No, I don't. Right, hang. No, you'll know the song. Well, I. Yeah. Um. This is going on. Sp- oh no, this is going on Spotify, so I can play you it. Um. That. I recognise it. Yeah, it's the guy from that. And uh, basically, I watched a video about Daft Punk yesterday, and it was like the they went to like support the friend in this band, and then he then rev- like the guy in the video didn't say what the band was, and then he just like yeah they were just playing Madison Square Garden. It's like oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry. Do you think it's one of the best off the rap? It's one of the better ones. Oh, yeah. we should do a wee, a wee ranking at the end of all the songs on the album. I'm getting. Yeah, we'll do that. That'll be a nice way of wrapping it up. We'll give it's, it a rating as well. We'll give it a rating. Oh, if we're, if we're album reviewers now. Oh, we are, yeah. I mean, I do want to do that when stuff comes out. Aye. But start small, start small. Start. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Take our time. But the verse, the rap verse is absolutely amazing. Like, it's it is pretty good. very, very fucking distinctive. It's the uh, it's in the music video. I'm pretty sure he just comes right out of the sand. Yeah, like he emerges from underground. <laughs> oh, it's just. I mean, the lyrics are quite odd. Things like "Your water's from a bottle, mine's from a canteen." Oh, he's bit, just saying he's a soldier, it's isn't a he? Soldier it again fits into the sort of dystopian theme of but, like war and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it's just Dirty Harry is just a great. I don't have any gripe with it. Even the like chorus vocals, the like kids choir vocals are good. Choir. Yeah, they're even that's just sick. I mean, over, over. it is quite funny what they say. Yeah. I need a gun to keep myself among. Among. Among us. Please, we're not doing this. <laughs> we're not doing this on the podcast. Right. Okay. So the next song. Uh, uh, I wonder what the next one of the, song is. the less well-known songs, the uh, the song with Della Soul on it, uh, "Feel Good Incorporated." I I've only just heard of this one. <sighs> Genuinely, it's it is a banging track. It is. I and it, was, it was the first Gorillaz track I heard. So yeah, and I mean, it's probably it's got to be, if not the one of the most iconic music videos ever. Yeah, just the whole song's great. Oh, I mean, this fluctuates all over the place. Yeah, I mean, the so Dallas, it's the laugh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Iconic, and then that's what starts with, isn't it? It's the, this is why it's like one of the examples of gorillas being mainstream and bringing together like I mean, Damon Albarn's from an indie rock band. You know what I mean? A, yeah. a Britpop band. But you know, like bringing together like elements of different genres and stuff. Yeah, because then they've got Della Soul. Yeah, and what they smash it. Yeah, they Christ, genuinely do. And it goes all over the place. Like, well, the the structure of this song. I mean, it's not like when I say structure, it's more like the flow of it, I suppose. Because yeah. it's I don't mean like. Well, we're getting so the intro is absolutely ridiculous. Aye, that that has more of like Damon Albarn's like talk singing that he does. Yeah. Feel good, and then the bass line. Yeah. Instrumentally, it's a great song. Then the first verse. It's pretty good. I mean, it's very dystopian, isn't it? City breaking down on a camel's back. Yeah, they just have to go because they don't know why. <laughs> That's a good part. Oh, I like that. Then this obviously has got his talky vocals. The instrumental just 
throughout is cool. This yeah, is the baseline's quite consistent, apart from that. Like, the we'll, we'll get to that bit. Yeah, we'll get to that bit. Well, I, I think we're at that bit to be honest. In fact, no, it is. Yeah, the chorus is so different. Yeah, that's great as well. It's an example that Damon Albarn can actually sing quite well when he actually. Yeah, and then puts his mind towards it. It is really fucking cool. Then yeah, the ukulele, I think it is. Is it? Yeah, uh, I don't even. Is it a banjo? I, it might just be. There is an acoustic guitar in it. Yeah, but is that is that that bit with the windmill? Windmill, windmill. Yeah, that that bit's an acoustic guitar, I think. Anyway, but it's the fact that it goes from this really slow, melancholic chorus to an explosive rap verse. Yeah, <laughs> which is pretty good. It is. It's see, Della Soul are iconic. Anyway, do you know what I mean? Ah, I've okay. not listened to much of them, but I mean, they've got like. The unique, very, and they had they had quite a bit to the song. Oh yeah, it, yeah. I still don't know what chocolate attack is. <laughs> chocolate attack. Yeah, it's, well, it's my chocolate yeah, attack. Yeah. Referring it to it, it, right on genius. Oh, the, God, this is rough, and it we're being well, fucking genius. You know, I want to know what this means. Well, you'll actually like this. I think it might be referring to the book 1984, where Big Brother uses chocolate to distract everyone from his doings. What? Well, that fits into the whole... Yeah, exactly. The whole themes, I guess. I mean, I do love me some George Orwell. Uh, I'm not complaining with that. I didn't know they were referencing George Orwell <laughs> with the word line chocolate attack. It's a strangely meaningful verse. There's the bit where it's the... Cheddar-headed. Cheddar-headed. Yeah, stuff <laughs> like that. Is it that ver- Is it this verse really, like... Was it the uh, go and bite the dust? Can't fight with us. With your son, you kill the ink. Um, yeah. Which is the only mention of. I mean, they say feel good all the way through it, but they, they never say anything about feel good ink. Yeah, that is the only. It's mention the only mention of it. of it. I mean, it's not that important. Well, I suppose the bit of the music video, the tower, the ring. That's that's feel that's good it. Ink. But no, yeah, that is the only mention of it. But it's also quite cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, a good bit. Well, I mean, right, just the whole song's sake. And what I think so cool is, obviously, how we've, we've constantly mentioned, me, keep mentioning how it's like bringing into different genres and stuff. Compare it to what was popular in 2005. You've got, like, Gold Digger by Kanye West, all that stuff. Christ. This is a vast departure from that. I know it's got rap in it. I wasn't it, really paying attention to the music scene. I sang Google this earlier. Oh, right, no, no, I've researched... I can't even remember who it was now. There was like a fucking Mariah Carey tune shit. But I researched what was popular in 2005 because I feel like it's an important point to stress that Gorilla's Demon Days, Feel Good Inc. All this is a departure from what was popular. Yeah, and it still did really quite well. Mentally well. It yeah, stands I, out well enough that people are going to remember it. Like yeah, the it videos help so much. Um, yeah, well, having a music video means that they'll... If it's a good and, music video, means they'll play it on MTV a lot. Oh, gorillas are big on MTV, weren't they? Yeah. And then also there's the fact that the fact that it's a cartoon band is. It was also helped by the fact that like, you know what Toonami was. Mm-hmm. It was like the, it was a bit like Adult Swim. Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like after hours sort of. I can't remember what cartoons. Yeah, but I yeah. can't remember what channel it was because it used to play like, like episodes of anime and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like Dragon. Well, no, it wasn't really Dragon Ball. It was more like Cowboy Bebop and stuff like that. Yeah. But they would also play Gorilla's music videos. 
because that's like yeah it was Steve Blum who was the cat the presenter on it as well you know uh, Tank Dempsey from Zombies oh shit yeah yeah that's cool and who does voices and like literally he's in Bioshock Infinite is he ah he's he's just like a random background character we'll get to Bioshock oh, yeah. on one episode that's what I was doing before I came down here I do love Bioshock right next up we've got a, a song that is your favourite oh El Manana yeah yeah that's probably the best one off the album I mean I'll let you take the stage sir it's just such a good song because it, it starts with like that siren thing that's on it throughout the entire yeah. song which is just great and it's it's chill but it's like oh it's so good <laughs> I mean also another iconic video another iconic it video. leads on I mean obviously it's the next track oh, after Feel Good Inc but it leads on from that very well yeah and oh from the Gorillaz perspective it does quite a bit yeah Noodle gets they, stuck they kill in the off their guitarist it was Noodle the guitarist yeah by the way speaking of Noodle playing guitar have you ever watched the video where someone took the Clint Eastwood music video and made it play what the character the, the cartoon characters are playing because they don't play the song what do they play well so if like if you take the drum beat he's playing it is not the drum beat from Clint Eastwood and the guitar stuff and like there isn't actually really a guitar in Clint Eastwood yeah. Like when I remember doing a, we did a cover of it in college once, and I did guitar. I basically just had to mimic the bass line, but by playing it as chords. <laughs> yeah, no, that's basically what. It is. But so if you take the video, it sounds so shit. Anyway. Oh yeah, it's so good though. Is this it, is a, it's a departure from Feel Good Inc. It's a lot slower. It's a lot slower. It's a lot more chilled out. And yeah. The, oh, the lyrics are nice. It's just a bit basically some bloke being tired of his life yeah which and also fills into the whole slightly depressing dystopia very well thing quite well the and whole album like the, genuinely does keep the theme well the bit after the chorus like the little riff thing that plays yeah it's like the do 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 oh I love that bit right it's just a very sad song yeah but a good song that's a very good song it's my favourite off that album it. next up every planet we reach is dead it's okay, but um, apart from having like a pretty good title, I mean, it's very much. Like, I like it lyrically. Yeah, it's yeah, there is kind that. of. Well, it's a nice little story about Mother Nature. You know what I mean? Aye, that's pretty, but yeah, it's not particularly memorable. No, there's there's better songs. Was it was it released as like? A double with Fire Coming Out the Monkey's Head. Oh, oh fuck. That, that is a contender for my favourite song off the record. Because, oh, I'm Googling this. And I probably should have done a bit more research before coming up here. <laughs> nah, it's fine. I mean, next up, we've got... Oh, I'll let you Google that before we get to the next track. Uh, okay, it wasn't. I don't know where I got that from. It was one of them. It was one of them. I can't even remember. There was like a there was like a double, there was like an EP they released. I mm-hmm. can't even remember what it was. But right, we'll get to the next track. Yeah, which is oh, November, has, November come has come with. I'll let you take the oh, floor. MF one. Doom. See, right, I'm saying this is my favorite off the album, mostly an MF Doom bias. Yeah, but I'm not the biggest MF see, Doom fan. I am between like being a massive MF Doom fan and not because. 
Album-wise, he's amazing, but the songs of his that I just sit and listen to loads, you could count on, like, one hand. Yeah. Because I appreciate him more than I can sit and just listen to him. I mean, he's class. And as a rapper, like, the verse on this song is absolutely amazing. I mean, I've never even paid that much attention to the lyrics, to be honest. It's just, I love hearing him, you know, just rhyming. He's he's got a good flow. I mean, I, I don't think that's a particularly hot take. No, he has a great flow. He's a stellar one. To be honest. And that's one of the best things about this song. I mean, I assume November has come. It's just saying it's almost the end, surely. Yeah. Well, Using like the fact that it's almost the end well, of November's the year. November's autumn, and when you refer to the autumn of someone's life, it's usually like they're, like, they're old. Yeah. It's more like your mid-60s to like, before you're old, old, you know? Yeah. So you're nearing the end, but you're not at the end yet. I mean, especially the hook kind of reflects that. Well, the chorus. Yeah. Sorry, hook. The chorus saying, like, where did it go? What you want it to be? You know, the mm-hmm. end. Yeah. But it's just, honestly, most of my reason for loving this song so much is just MF Doom genuinely smashes it. MF Doom's, I guess, I, I can appreciate him. Not really my cup of tea. Yeah. But I can appreciate it. Also, one of the most, like, noticeable voices... Like, you know it's him. He's got a kind of... It's a very almost, like, rough around the edges voice. Well, he's dead as fuck now, but yeah, he has oh, a very... Don't... don't rest in don't peace. Don't put disrespect on his name. Hey, yo, if I'm spelling MF Doom, it's in all caps. All don't caps worry. When you all spell respect. It. All caps when you spell He it. has a very rough around the edges voice. And yeah. it does really fit. And the way he rhymes and stuff. And I also like the fact that he still gets the word villain in it. <laughs> right, next up. Oh, actually, I quite like this song. I'm okay with it. But again, it's one of the memorable ones for me you, off the album. Yeah, I mean, the the rap in it, I'm not big on, really. It's okay, but the, the hook. The hook's um, decent. I like it. But, yeah, I don't even think there's, there's any. There's not much to this song. It's there is not much at all. A verse and a bridge. A bridge by Martina Torpy Bird. Never I, heard of it. I've not I, even I, heard of the other feature on this. I think else. it's... Well... Does that portray it? I don't... I don't, I don't know. I no idea. There's not really much to say about this song. There's not much you can say, to be honest. It's not one of them more... Yeah, there's, no. there's not all that much to it. It's got a good chorus. Anyway, next up... White light. White light. Um, this is one that I struggle to remember. I think it's mainly yeah. spoken word. It's just white light, white light, white light. Alcohol, alcohol, alcohol. White light. Then an instrumental break, and then that again. It's, it's just some guy like dying of alcohol poisoning for the sins of things. Yeah, and I suppose white light is just white light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, it's depressing. Fits with it. Yeah. The next well. song, however. Oh, Christ, I forgot this one was on this album. We have a lot, there's a lot to say about this because it's got fucking Sean Ryder on it. I forgot Dare existed until this morning. What a video, by the way. It's just just Sean Ryder's bald head. The old gorilla's MTV crib has the giant Sean Ryder head. Yeah. What? So, what do you think of Happy Mondays? I don't They're like right. I like Step On. I like, twist on a melon, man. Yeah, they have like two or three songs I can do. They've got de- they've got a few decent songs, but yeah, not not a big Happy Mondays fan. 
But what about this song? Because I think this is a banger. I think it's really good. I like just. Never did no harm. It's just good. Do it's you know just a mean? good song. The only problem is whenever they tried to perform it live was also oh, the same God. time Sean Ryder was struggling quite heavily with Bless him. both alcohol and drug addictions. Yeah, that, I mean, she still showed up. That's a rough video, though. Yeah. It's just something like, he's dead. Yeah. Like, I mean, completely off time. Yeah, I, I can't be bothered. I was just going to try and read what it's about so we could add to it. I'm just going to say it's a banger. It is a banger. I feel like that's all that needs to be said about it. You got anything? I've not really got much to say about it apart from... It's just catchy. Yeah. The actual verses are really good. Yeah. He does genuinely... It is a really good vocal performance for him. Yeah. And, and I mean, musically, I mean, it's just very... I'm trying to imagine it in my head. It has the, the keyboard bit. The, yeah, the like synthy bit. The synth. synth. Oh, yeah, of course it's synth. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were right, yeah. But it's the little the, just constant. That's, that oh, is a great. really nice little... It's a great wee bit. Yeah, little ostinato going on. Ostinato, Christ. <laughs> I didn't take music. I didn't take music. I took music tech, so I don't know. I, I did both, the, but at different the, levels. I don't know what most of these words mean. Ostinato is a short, repeated melody. Christ, I, oh, I'm studying this at university. No, we do music tech. It is not the same. I might need to know this. By the way, we do have work we have to do tonight. Is it for today? Aye. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh boy. Get yourself on Ableton. I'll anyway, get myself on Ableton. Hi. We got the podcast first. The next song is a contender for my favourite. Fire Company. Coming out of a monkey's head. Coming out of a monkey's head. Yeah. Um, it's a weird, weird ass song about a tribe. <laughs> and it's a spoken word li- song. I never listened to the lyrics. Oh my god, it's Dennis Hopper. Yeah. It's basically a story about how people live on a mountain and then bad things happen and then they all kind of have a bit of a badden and then yeah, die. Yeah, De- Dennis Hopper played Bowser in the Mario film. I'm pretty sure. Did he? He's dead now. Yeah, he is dead. Matt, the, there was a live version version where Matt Berry did it instead. I can understand why. Matt Berry's an icon. Dennis, Dennis Hopper has a lot of bad films. Hmm. Oh, he was... Oh, a lot of bad films. This guy, this guy did not. This guy did not mind being in some like really bad things. <laughs> he was in Waterworld. <coughs> oh. You ever seen? You seen Kevin Costner's Waterworld? No. It's basically a post-apocalyptic. I know thing. what it is. I think you continue explain. But post-apocalyptic like world where everyone's flooded and they're all like big rafts and it sucks because Kevin Costner is not a good actor. He was good in one film and that was The Untouchables. Fair enough. But, like, there were so, better actors than that. Film. Dennis Hopper, he's not the best actor by the sounds of it. Oh, no, he was... I, I swear it was him who was Bowser in the the Mario Brothers film. <laughs> well, for what it's worth, he does a, a great job on this track. He didn't do quite a good a job in Super Mario Brothers, the movie. No, but that's Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Come on, a new one. Have you heard about that? No. God... We're gonna have to Sony go and see Animation it. Studios is doing a Mario film. We're gonna have to go and see it. A Chris Pratt's Mario. But after. Aye. Yeah. Anyway, um Chris Pratt's the Mario and that. And you know who's Luigi? Who? Do you know who Charlie Day is? Uh-uh. You ever seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I've seen an episode. Do you know Charlie? Yeah. The one with a high pitched sort of oh, voice. Yeah, 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 that's him. 
Oh, I love, I love that silver snake. All right, that's interesting. We need to get, we need to get that. We do. So, I mean, according to this, it, it's basically just saying de- it, it continues the thing about human being dist- destructive, the dystopian thing, humans yeah. destroying it. Just like Which attack. really, the whole album is just a yo. We're humans. In fact, if anything, yo, they're humans. Like yeah. The album. Ah. You think maybe if it- anything, this album is more relevant today than it was when it came out thematically I think it's just relevant for different reasons now uh, well, yeah because we are causing a lot more damage now I mean you still had like I think there's always been an American military presence in like Iraq and stuff like that yeah a lot of it I feel like a lot of the songs are saying about nature as well do you know what I mean yeah I mean all green world all that stuff a lot of it is just about mankind being destructive, which I suppose, now that I think more about it, yeah, that's what it's about. Yeah, because it was still during the George Bush era as well. Yeah. So it's anyway. things like, you know, what's their name? What's the band? The guy's got like the goatee and... What songs? Uh, Chop Suey. Oh, System of a Down. System of a Down. Yeah. Yeah, there's that sort of era. Have you ever seen the video of Chop Suey, but it's tables? Yeah. I love it. Right, we're getting to the end of the album. We're getting very near the end. We've been going for 37 minutes. Ooh. We're doing good. We're doing good. Aye. Don't get lost in heaven. Don't get lost in heaven. Um, I, I mean, it's not a bad song, but it's one that I would just forget. Yeah. But it's got a bit of gospel on it. It does work as an epilogue to the last song. It works, yeah, as a lead up to it. Yeah. Uh, no, no, like, I mean... I don't yeah, get how yeah, they yeah. do this. Does it structure the album better? Probably, but this is a, does act as a... Like, because the lyrics in the hook of Fire Coming Out of a Monkey's Head are like, get on, get, he's getting on the aeroplane and he's getting off it on this song. Fair enough. So this song is genuinely used to follow up to that, which is cool, but he's also just kind of saying we're fucked also there is a bit where 2D says you're a whore girl you're a wh- you're a whore and then he calls her a whore bro. that's just mean well yeah but do you know why because no. 2D found out his missus was cheating on him with Murdoch oh yeah that was in the, that was in the <laughs> war I've, I've, I didn't know that by the way I've just clicked Murdoch's on it Murdoch's the green one yeah yeah um so this song is just a follow-up. It's all right, you know. I what think mean? They, did, they did. There is commentary about it somewhere in the actual. It's been discussed in the lore. Yeah. But now we're on to the final track. Um, what do you think of it? It's it's a very light at the end of a tunnel kind of thing. Yeah, but for a title track, it's not as memorable as it really should be. Mm-mm. Like for something that's literally the name of the it, album. It closes the album on a far more positive note than any of it has been, which I suppose, Don't Get Lost is kind of a little bit towards that as well. Yeah. It's just a bit positive. It's all right. I mean, it's I like mean, the, it the is, album has... It's more like a light at the end of the tunnel sort of thing, like... Yeah. Things have to get worse before they get better. Yeah. I mean, the album has passed its peak by this point, and it's, it, it's a fitting last song. It's a fitting, it's it, a wee little send-off yeah. for the listener. It's decent. It's a decent wee... Decent wee track. So, what, what overall out of ten? What do you, what would you give it? Like a seven or eight. I'd say eight. 
some of the some of the other songs on that are like Dewey's uh, peaks and troughs, as it were. Yeah, <laughs> there are songs that are better, songs that are worse. It's an iconic album. It is. I mean, like everyone's heard of it in some degree. Oh yeah, everyone's heard of Gorillaz in some degree. There'll never be to. a point where it's not worth going back to. Yeah. And I feel like we're being harsh giving it. I agree, if I'd give it eight, which is probably quite harsh, but that's purely, I mean, you can give your reason in a second. For me, it's purely just that there are dips in quality and stuff, and not every song I want to listen to all the time, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah for me it's the same. It's the really good songs are bogged down by some very quite... Middle of the road? Middle, no, more like just very... What's the word? Very just boring songs. Yeah, they just kind of mosey about, don't they? Like you listen to it, you just want to skip the song on to the next one because there's a better song after it. I mean, I think Plastic Beach, I'd probably, I might prefer it. Yeah. Well, we can it's got talk about that another time. Aye, we can go. Maybe not, maybe not next time. No, 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 no. We, we'll break it up at some point in the future. I'll hate, the, I'll hate gorillas by the end of it. <laughs> we'll just do a marathon of gorillas albums. Old Green World's problem as well is the fact that it's between like kids with guns and Dirty Harry. Yeah, it's not a good like, place really to be. Bog it down. I mean, it's just before the best run of songs on the album. Yeah, that's yeah, a bit unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it still fits thematically. It's not like it's a completely irrelevant song, but so. Because um, it's a 15 track album, when we can't like rank every song. So, do you want to do a top three and bottom three? Uh, top three El Manana, mm-hmm. Feel Good Ink, and probably Kids With Guns. Good choices. Do you have a bottom three? Uh, Ignore Intro. All Green World, uh, probably. Probably November is. Uh, not November is come. What? Sorry, I nearly committed blasphemy <laughs> there. All Alone is yeah, yeah. just a bit mad. White Light? Uh, yeah, probably White Light as well. White Light's just very much filler on the album. Yeah. So, top three, I'm going November Has Come, Fire Coming Out of Monkey's Head and Feel Good Ink. Yeah, fair enough. It's all the ones you said are close to it, but I can remember like distinct times where November Has Come and Fire Coming Out of Monkey's Head as being like the top song of that time for me. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. Bottom three, uh All Green World, White Light, and Don't Get Lost in Heaven. I don't get lost in Heaven's okay. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't say it was bad enough to be put at the top of the bottom three, but it's Oh I that then bottom much, three aren't in order though. Yeah, it's very much mid though. Yeah. I feel like there isn't a song I dislike enough to be my least favourite. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. We got wow. through the we album. Got through, we got through the entire album. And, wow. a, and a full episode. I know, yeah. How oh. was it? First podcast episode. That's oh, not difficult. It's just a wee bit of an It's fun. Aye, aye. It's a good, good laugh, aye. Yeah. Just, I quite like it because I get into podcast mode and I'm doing it. I kind of... I need to get back into the practice. Yeah. Aye, well. We'll get it uploaded. We'll get on back Spotify into the practice. Aye, so. get on Spotify. It will be. I'll do it now. Do it now, aye. Aye. Well, anyway... Thank you for listening. Aye, thanks for listening. Uh, Gas Park. We'll have another episode out. Soon. We'll, we'll Soon. just we'll pick an album we'll listen to. We'll do some planning. Pro- probably by the end of the week. Yeah. Yeah, it's early times. By, by, by this time next week, there will be another episode. Aye, definitely. Awesome. Right. Thank you very much, sir. Aye, thank you for having me. Of um, course. Will I you mean, be back? Yes, I will be back. Pretty shortly. I'm pretty sure I'm, pretty sure I'm like... 
the co-host. I'm a co-host now. Yeah. Anyway, oh. thank you for listening. Uh, please, we don't really have anything to plug. We don't have anything to plug, really. Uh, follow us on Spotify, whatever you're listening on, and then I you can listen to the next one, or I will attack you. Goodbye. It's a bit violent. <laughs>